Hello everybody and welcome to a new episode of It's Just an Accent with your host, David Granados. Today I have the pleasure to bring you an amazing human being, an artist, a beautiful soul, and a creative force. My friend, Terry Singh. Terry is an American fashion designer who has revolutionized the industry with his liberating approach to menswear, bending gender norms and fully embracing self-expression. His take on men wearing couture suiting with skirts has broken the internet again and again, and I have the honor to model for him during New York Fashion Week. So Terry, tell us a little bit about you. Who were you in your early days? I think I was like every most of the people that I know. We were club kids in New York City, and you just wanted to go to every club because every club had a different experience and you got to intermingle with different groups of people who express and engage in different sort of freedoms and um, so you would go to a place like uh, Danceteria that had five floors. Wow. Everything was about the experience of New York and I came here when I was in 1978. So right around the 78 to like 84 like, was like a magical time for me because I, I came into this world that I've never experienced. I came from Guyana I'm Indian, but I, and I came from, through Guyana. And so when I came here, thankfully, I grew up in the neighborhood of Hell's Kitchen. Mm. And all the clubs were centrally located around wow. here. Did you have time in Studio 54? I went to Studio 54 two or three times. Okay. Wow. And people have this real great fascination about it. But yeah. uh, for me, I didn't connect in Studio 54. Interesting. Uh, it was predominantly uh, well-to-do white Americans. Okay. And which is fine, but I was like a little Indian kid and I just did not feel the vibe or you got lost in there. But I enjoyed the openness and the freedom of expression and culture through, I love that. through uh, the, the black experience, which is mm. like the Paradise Garage specifically and the Roxy specifically. It was like peeking through a hole and there were these people expressive yes. and lost in music and just totally floating in space. Was there like a huge cultural shock for you to like be immersed in this coming from Guyana? The moment you arrived, it was a cultural shock. There was wow. nothing like that. It was interesting because there were entire parts of blocks around here that were burnt down. Wow. They were just abandoned and no one lived in them. I mean, there were holes from the fire and the My water goodness. going through. Wow. What is culture? You know, what is shock? We we assimilate from one to the other right. Right, very quickly. And so the idea of a cultural shock is irrelevant to me. It's just, I'm here now. Okay, that was your reality. And, yeah. yeah, you learn fast. I you love that. Fast. So in what moment did you realize that your personal style carried a message that would resonate with so many people? I did, there was never a defining moment for anything, as okay. in most things. Things, they evolve. We evolve from where we're at. I simply was wearing this here, like these kind of things, uh, because they were initially a symbol of spirituality mm -hmm. and what religious people would wear. And I, I like the idea of wanting to be closer to what I perceive, because everything is perception. What I perceive is truer to the wholeness of everything. Right. Like, and, and that one thing you could think of, like, what's the one thing we believe connects all of us is that we're all from the same thing, right? There's mm -hmm. a spirituality that without the labels of religion and culture that exists right. in all of us, some of us call it consciousness. And I find that 
when we dress a certain way in a certain culture, mm-hmm. we're identifying our culture, which is a beautiful thing, but we're really also embracing it. Yeah, but also at the same time, we're also locking ourselves in into one thing. And when mm. you travel, you realize the whole world has all these different kind of flowers that are going on. Yes. And then so when you come back to a place like New York City, you're like, you're not the same person. It's not the only truth. It's not That's the only, right. Yeah. Right. We're so much more. And we're actually wow. changed through little processes that are happening, like how we are all molded. All of our behavior, our actions, or what you call creativity, was formed by something that we saw or heard and admired and yes. liked. And the more things we like, the more it forms the like personality inside of us. Yes. And it guides us in that direction when we're in that space. So talking about inspiration, where do you find your muse? I have no muse. I don't find inspiration in things. I believe that everything has a, a language that is waiting to be deciphered. And so when I look at something and I see it and I look at it long enough and it takes time, it will say, wow. this is how it should be. Like this would work. And sometimes it doesn't. It's not the language there and you have to really look at it. And sometimes mm-hmm. I'll sit right here and I'll make a piece yes. and I'll look at it in a certain light in one evening when I come out to get a glass of water or something. And And I will see it in a different way. And I was like, oh, wow, how unexpected. Wow. And then I'll laugh. And it's like, okay, that's it. It's good. It's done. Right. I like working with patterns mm-hmm. because patterns are open for interpretation. You can create something new when you have patterns to join and make. And you can hide some things and you can reveal some things in storytelling. Now, that's I enjoy that. Like to me, it's like like yeah. a puzzle, like putting it all together. And definitely in all the pieces you make in your collections, we can see storytelling and intention. And I feel like that's so beautiful and rare because even though we're bombarded with like so many different marketing um, and fashion styles, not everybody's able to tell a story. And I feel like through your work, we're, we sort of see a little bit of who you are as a person. We sort of see your spirituality, your intention, your awareness, and uh, it's just beautiful. It's beautiful work. Thank you. It, it really is. It's a work in a sense that we're so misinformed mm-hmm. that this is how it is. Yeah. Like, this is how you should be. This is who you are. And in reality, when a life is born, nobody knows what that life is, right? It is, it is clear, pure form and energy creation yes. into life right yeah. and then we and then it's bombarded you're a boy you're colombian you're really? this you should cut your hair like this and it went in form you're just going on because through love of parenting mm-hmm. and support mechanisms we're like yes 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 i'm gonna do this yes i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it. And what ended up happening they molded something which uh would have probably absolutely be something completely different left to its own devices some things that we get older we realize like not only we didn't need them they're just nothing like us right then we have to go on out on learn and it's impossible to unlearn but what you can do is you can leave it behind and i think that's a powerful statement and i agree i had to unlearn so many things i was told growing up so catholic and like you know there were perceptions about what being queer uh, represented for like my family my faith my people so i had to unlearn all these beliefs it was sort of taken away from me finding my purpose so i feel like Yes, people want to protect you sometimes, but you have to unlearn things that no longer serve you or like that just don't align with what the universe has for you to, to discover and experience. As you said at the term queer, the, there is no such thing in the universe as queer, right? It just, it, the universe creates what it creates right. for its own purpose in the form of life. And so right. I, use, I use this example for myself. Where is 
there was nothing and out of nothing came everything and that everything is us happening right so the other side doesn't even exist anymore the void that was there and so why would we create ourselves to be something that is not in line with with everything even if something is perceivably broken or whatever that is still what the universe is and if we don't celebrate that in our own inner self and heart forget the exterior noise because it's noise we're doing a disservice just to our own understanding and our own self and And I feel like also to like the battles of like our ancestors because I feel like we are the result of all these encounters whimsical and magical and beautiful things that our ancestors had to go through but also their fights their battles to like give us a place in humanity that's what the inspiration on this collection was there are countless generations that had to come together through this mystical aspects of how did one grandmother and one grandfather meet and how far does it go back and the randomness of that also like the perfection of it because we're the result yes and for all of this branch of tree to for these roots to go and connect for you to be the fruit of it and to not recognize and celebrate that and let's just say as a species you know like what 35 million years we uh, are the evolution of that and we're the fruit of that and that fruit to say oh i am it without the tree and the root and the branches and all of the ground that they've grown on is your own disservice. Often I'll ask myself, who am I? But even more important, I'll ask myself, what am I? You can only come up with your own narrative because there's no answer to it. Then if I can acknowledge that I don't know, what would I want to do while I'm here? You can only teach what you know. But after you've learned, for me, it is uh, a life of service to recognize and celebrate who I am and the gift that I am. And now how do I share that? Right? There's an inherent freedom in there. And that is the freedom in understanding and an appreciation that other person is also the same exact same thing. Wow. You know, when I was in India, uh, I had a teacher, his name is Murugation. And I only do small villages and like little places because that's where the core of like the culture is. Yeah. Also in those places where they wear dhoti, the poor people wear dhoti. Because mm. it's just like for a dollar fifty is a wrap. Wow. It's very cheap fabric oh what goodness. I'm wearing. I remember outside of their homes is a little trench, a little passageway of water to go. Mm-hmm. And under the passageway is where all the urine and all of your the feces go. Mm-hmm. So everywhere you go is smelt of urine and poop. Wow. Everywhere, constantly in these villages. I was appalled. I was like coming from New York and living here 30-something years. I did well. And so to, to go from that to urine constantly, I would tell Morrigation, I would say, but it's pee. Like the, it's yeah. the scent of the pee. And he would go, it's all God. You know? Wow. And then over time, if you, uh, you hear the message over and over and over and over again, the processes that are recording it, mm-hmm. the brain is going to, at some point, only have that information. Wow. Right? So we have to be very careful of what we are exposed to repetitively yeah. because now that becomes our new programming. Wow. And perception. the day that it hit me and I, I realized that everything is God and what he was talking about was the subtlety of it all. May I give you one example? I was taking a shower. You know when you go to the hotel, they give you like the little soap, like the tiny yeah. soap? The soap dropped on the tile they don't have bathtubs there they're flat and it dropped on the tile and it dropped right on the white part of the grout and it stood up vertically wow so i'm looking down i can't find it because it's thin (laughs) at the same time the grout 
So I have soap on myself, and there wow. you, we bathe with a bucket. There's no shower, right? Wow. You bucket with water. And I think the water has shut off because power shuts off regularly. And so I had to squeeze out the thing to wash my face. Wow. And I got out of the bathroom, and for whatever reason, I had a, a gorgeous watch. I knocked it over. The glass smashed. It fell down on the top. Wow. No big deal. It happens. I had to get down on my knees to go look to deal with that. But I had to dry myself off. Mm-hmm. I came back about 10 minutes later because it wasn't a priority. No power. Right. And I had to squat down on the floor to get the pieces because it was the glass that smashed. Right. Yeah. And I could see that the, the soap had fallen vertically because I was in a different angle. That little instance of the soap, I stood there for a long time and I realized I was only seeing things from one perspective. Wow. There's a shift of understanding that happens without you even knowing, realizing. Really? That's an important thing that happened to me. I That's think. beautiful. Yeah, it's a soap. A piece of soap changed my life. Wow. You know, there were many pieces of soap. A piece story. of soap showed you God. <laughs> That's incredible. And I think that that's so valuable. Like I went to college for industrial engineering because that's the journey that perhaps my dad wanted me to follow. Like he wanted me to have the same career path as he did. And what I can take from that experience is not the fact that I learned so much math or like chemistry or physics, but it's the fact that I became fully capable of problem solving. So when a situation comes my way, I know that I can tackle that in different forms, you know? I always try to like keep my thoughts uh, positive or approach the situations that come along. If you feel like the universe is against you, like that will be your reality. But if you are capable to see things through different lenses, it's perception that's so powerful. Thank you for sharing that story. There's a lot to unpack there and uh, thank you for sharing. Two things can jump to mind. One is like what you're saying is where do we put our attention to, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And so we can put our attention to things that serve us. Yes. Often we can because the, the thought process of going backwards will link and continue to link and link to link the things in the past. Mm-hmm. And you can get stuck there because you keep it keeps repetitive, right? Yes. Short term memory. And it just reminds you over and over and over and that that's a terrible thing to be. Yeah. Secondly is like we actually don't choose our thoughts, right? We we believe like through a lot of types of belief system. Thoughts come from here, it comes in the ether, it comes from all over, mm-hmm. really. But in, in the wholeness of things, thoughts are, have to come from something that we recorded, right? Like it's a memory that's been coming up. Wow. And if so, if our brain is a computer, the process is always running. Mm-hmm. And so what comes up is triggered by something. Wow. Right? And so it's important to, to distinct what, what pattern of thinking is coming up. Is it going to mm-hmm. serve me or am I going to go there in a negative way? But when you, when you know you're going down that road, you can recognize it because you feel it. You cannot fight it and you cannot turn it off, but you could change your environment by going for a walk or doing whatever, anything to change where your attention is going. Because where your attention is going is to the past. Yeah. And it doesn't exist anymore. Right. Who doesn't have trauma? Like show me a single person who doesn't have trauma. And but what I've learned about all of that is like I've escaped it. I'm not I don't I'm not even in that street anymore. Yes. I, I got out of being hurt. I got out of whatever it that. might be. You've been able to break the chains, just evolve from whatever that was like triggering to you or traumatic to you. So we're talking about, you know, this journey of awareness and spirituality. But my question is in something that can be so hectic, how can you keep your peace? Like, where did you have to go spiritually to like pull through without losing your sense of balance? I'm learning mm-hmm. how this works. This is all new. 
but you cannot get any more hectic than having, I had three kids in school at the same time. And I had to go to parents teacher conference for three kids all in the same school. And I would have to run from one room to the other to put our name on the list so you don't have to be there all night. And so you learn to navigate things very quickly and to go through and do that. Plus in advertising, you know, you're dealing with multiple, multiple clients and that speed and accuracy, it just sort of in your nature to do so. Also, like living in New York City is you're, so fast. You're, you're in that pace. pace. Like you're really like in the move. I do want to say, though, you're only as good as your team. And the people that I was with and I was working with, their commitment to excellence and to be part of what we were doing together, their belief that they're here for a greater good is really the ones that put the show together. I am just like the architect. There are people who are building and doing all of that kind of stuff. I don't take any credit for it. Wow. I mean, I personally feel like all the glory is to the whole operation. And I think that that's powerful that you share the spotlight with your team, even though you're this incredible mastermind who's doing this groundbreaking uh, designs and like, you know, that's very generous, but I do see where you're coming from. and you are a person in that synchrony that you're in all you attract is the good so that also comes with the people you bring to your team and you have a beautiful commitment to embracing everyone so going to that what would be a piece of advice that you have for somebody who is doing a nine to five but they're trying to find themselves and an opportunity or a venue to like pursue it surround yourself with people who are better than you and who knows because you're gonna learn And when, if you surround yourself with people who are good, all of a sudden you're good. Yeah. Because whatever you're doing now, you're in their capacity. They're going to guide you and they're going to help you and you're going to learn. And maybe they're on their own path, but they will be more than willing. There's nobody is going to help anybody without gaining something, though. That's just how we work. So even when somebody is helping you, they're also gaining something for themselves. I personally enjoy life more when I'm giving rather than when I'm taking. And yeah, it, is, it does become transactional sometimes. I totally hear what you're saying. When you put yourself with like people that are doing acts of service, it actually works for everybody else. Yeah, reflectively, mm -hmm. you would also be giving back to those people, yes. right? Because they're yeah. giving an act of service. Mm -hmm. So surround yourself with people who know what you're doing. Also, very important, like you have to trust yourself. That's a very hard thing to yes. do, right? You have to oh trust God. yourself blindly, actually, to a fault. When has us as being as the universe, when have you not have been supported? Right. When you give it it all, if you don't water a tree, it's going to die. Sometimes all it takes is little actions, little steps, and then you're going to be on your journey. You're going to be on your path. Consistency is important. You have to be consistent. Mm -hmm. But everybody's narrative is important because mm -hmm. it's theirs. Right? So nothing that I do is going to work for you. Advice I would give to people, anyone, is like, one, don't take my advice. The only advice matters <laughs> is what you feel about, like how it's going. And when it gets dark, it's because it needs to get dark. Like, how are you going to grow if things don't get really, really like uncomfortable? Yeah. I have a few more questions here that I want to make sure we touch on. I'm glad it's questions. Go ahead. Do you think there's still work to be done in the fashion industry to fully embrace diversity and the work of people of color? One is, I don't know, and whatever I would say is an opinion based on like my experience. Mm -hmm. In terms of race, culture, and those things, for me, everything is the same thing happening. There is absolutely no difference from you being Colombia and me being of Indian descent, except that we believe like there's that narrative. And so once we take that out of the way, it's just people. It's just lives yeah. that are happening. And so to identify in any chapter of life, 
like you're from this and you're from that. It is a non. It doesn't actually even exist. Wow. The people who have time to spend and do that are also wasting their time. Yeah, I love that. And I, what I've decided on a personal note is just to fully embrace what's out there and surround myself and work with the people that I know see me as who I am. You know, like, yeah, less boxes, less labels, and like, we're all, we're all one. So I obviously I live in New York City and I walk the streets all the time, right? It's like, that's what we do. And I will see somebody with a certain swag, a certain way they move, okay. how they stop, how they dress and do that. And you're like, whoa, I meet all my models in the street and I talk to them and mm -hmm. I get to know them and they, we become like this alignment with each other. I tell them what I do and offer them an opportunity to do something they've never done, to participate in New York Fashion Week. Right. I have to turn away models constantly. I'm sure. And they're, and they're always reaching out with underwear. They're, they're beautiful, shaped bodies and their looks, which I have no interest in. And really, I'm happy that you feel that way. But for me, if you're not on the street and I don't see you and I don't know who you are, I can't say, oh, wow, I want you to experience something now. But like rarely you get to like bond and connect with like your fellow models. And I feel like with you, it's just like a given that like it's going to be family. I do want to ask you, what would you say was your accent? Accent. Like, yeah, like the show is a metaphor. Like it's called It's Just an Accent. It's like, uh, what was the thing about you that have been able to fully embrace and just turn into like your superpower? All of us are learning constantly. And what we're learning and we're developing is a beautiful story. Mm -hmm. And then you edit out all the parts that are just not good. That's what a good editor does. And what you're left with is the essence of who you are, right? That's like the important part. And when you get to, to my age, 56, what you want to impart on the world is like to experience this freedom that I'm feeling now wow. that I didn't have when I was 26, when I was 19. But all of that is the accumulation of this moment. And I put it all into now. I'm sharing with the world my version of that narrative. And you, you're going to find yours too. Yeah, I read this quote on Instagram the other day and I thought it was very interesting and powerful. Like it says, live your life as you're the main character of it because you are. And that just puts everything in perspective for me. I have a similar motto. Mine's okay. a slightly different. Actually. What's your motto? If all the world's a stage, own that bitch. Oh shit! Don't I be the that. don't be the second character. You decide who you're gonna be, and I'm saying be the queen. If you're gonna be the uh, the queen, be if you're gonna be a bee, be the queen bee. Yeah. Like why are you gonna yes. show up half ass? Like own that shit. Like mm -hmm. yeah, and then on you was like yeah, I did that, and I was like I'm the captain of my ship. Show up like you own yeah. it. Yes. Oh, show up and own it. Show up and own it. Demand it. If you look at the clothes that I make, they all exemplify grace. Yes. When you show up, you demand the attention. Like, honestly, in general, because I've been, I've been in a journey to like fully embrace myself and love myself. But like when I wear one of your designs, I do feel that empowerment and I feel regal. Yeah, you're not even a man or a, or a woman anymore. You're life itself. Wow. Right? That's yes. like life just showed up. Yes. And not only like the greatest life. Okay, so you've had all this incredible success with the shows and you've broken the internet. You've been featured in the New York Times, you know, a style section, major, major deal. Is there ever a pinch me moment? I talk a lot about celebrating and mm -hmm. celebrating the moment and present. And so I'm more in a place of when, when I get up in the morning, it's like, look what I, I've been born into again. Like, look wow. what I open up my eyes and I stretch into. And there's nothing more beautiful than starting your waking up days. I have been given this fresh new start. Similarly, when I go to bed and I rest my head, I rest on the pillow of everything, meaning this pillow, this bed, 
this bed frame, the floor, the building that is on is on the planet and I'm connected to all of that, wow. which is spinning in a solar Lion system, yes. spinning thousands of miles an hour and is shooting through the universe as we know it, space, wow. which is energy and energy. And I am on this rocket ship and I'm being carried and I'm going to float into that. And I, I, love that. I use that image every night before I go to bed and I sleep and I float away into that. Wow. And I wake up in like I've arrived somewhere in gratefulness. Yes. yes. I wake up also like the first thing I say is thank you. I made it. I'm born into this. I'm alive. Keep in mind that thank feeling is that you're thanking yourself. Mm -hmm. Right? Because you're the you're the experience that's happening. There's wow. nothing on the outside. Yeah. Like even if we think of like the idea of thanking God, but what are you then? Oh, I feel like God is in me. I would say that you are what we call God in wow. another narrative. Again, using that that image that I gave you of nothing, everything exists, wow. and you are that. And yeah. so there is no outbody on the outside who created from nothing, but you, here you are. Yeah. Then you are also, even if you were to look at that narrative in creation, let's say I was to do that, you are creation itself. Wow. Right? The image that somebody created you is a book that we think that we didn't have enough information to say that I am not enough, that somebody must have created me, is to me asinine. Yeah. It's not my experience. I only trust my experience. You can only actually trust your experience because it's what you know. That's what there is, yeah. So to say something that, oh, this is because of so, and this is because of so, it's not your experience. And you don't know where they get their experience from. Yeah. That's also one of the reasons why I don't take many things personal. Because you never know what other journeys people are going through, what they're learning in life at the moment. And I feel like that's just liberating. And I'm just happy to be here. I'm happy to be able to put something out in the world with love. It's a friendly reminder. Like, you are perfect. You are the person that you're meant to be. So it's how you embrace it and how you make it better, how you make it matter. In terms of uh, what you just said, um, take it personal. Well, you can't help that. It's gonna. It, it's a reaction to what came up, and just so whatever comes up, just don't resist it. If you take, if somebody does something and it affects you in a certain way, yeah. just look at it for what it is. Like, why did it but affect me? For like me? a second, it's there. It's there. You can't switch it off, yeah. right? Because it's now it's triggering a line of reaction that is coming in from the past. Mm -hmm. Right, that's what's really happening. Right, true. You can give it energy and look at it, and you, sometimes you don't have a choice. But what'll happen no matter what? It can't hold itself up long enough a new interaction will come and it'll fade away that energy can only hold as long as you're giving energy to it yeah, yeah, yeah. as soon as something new comes in the energy will go to that and that becomes not important anymore yes right and mm -hmm. so i say like don't resist anything resist nothing just let it come let it, it hurts yeah. you don't like it somebody did something to you yeah they're gonna lose that thought eventually too right often just leave it alone and we live in a in a, in a time where it's, we have to address we have to address we have to address because what and even if you were to address it it's gonna die anyway right leave it alone just let it be don't give it energy mm. somebody's behaving terribly and behaving bad you know what i have four kids they would cry and i was like let me know when you're done <laughs> 
Sasha, the youngest one, when she used to cry, I was like, you're the fourth one. Like, you don't think like, I know what's going to happen by now. Like I've been through this narrative before. You feel it. Yeah. I've ex- seen an experience, listened to all of them. It's like, it'll pass. I actually did a little cartoon image of um, Snow White and I posted it a long, very, very okay. long time ago. Snow White's crying and I put myself in the, in the imagery. Okay. And I was like, let me know when you're done. Because that, <laughs> that was from experience. Like, yeah. I like, love that. Get over yourself. That's the yeah. quote for today. Let yeah. me know when you're done. Yeah. I love that. Get over yourself you're important as long as you're giving attention to it yes and as soon as you don't give attention which is your energy it will die it doesn't even exist anymore wow thank you terry for this incredible deep conversation it's always an honor to be with you be at your presence thank you you're a very very wise human being Uh and so very special so thank you for sitting down with us today and inspiring not only me but everyone who's listening and paying attention who's gonna go out and make a change in the world. Thanks. I don't find it deep. This is how I normally am. Secondly, it's like the um, wisdom just means you, you've been through a lot of shit. Not seen it, but you've been through a lot of wow. shit. Like to the point where you should have been broken. You could have been broken, but you can be broken. The resilience, yeah. Even You just can't be broken. You just have to get to that point where you like, you can't be broken. You're like, fuck, I can't be broken. I thought, like, this is it. I should have, it's over, whatever. Like, you're going down that road. And when you go that over and over again in different things in time, business, relationships, life, health, family, losing people, or whatever it might be, and you didn't break you, you just realize, like, it's just like, wow. you can't be broken. There's nothing to break. Wow. Only a thought would say that. And don't give that thought energy. Uh, let it come yeah don't don't say it is real like what is that actually if you if we were to say like that is real it's only one thought telling another thought that well you heard the people go out there be unbreakable be like the phoenix and be kind to each other thank you for tuning in and we'll see you soon